Radio. This is your host, Hurricane Ann, and I'm so happy to have you tune in this evening with us. And I have uh, tonight will be uh, Gunny and also Patty with, with me from New York. So we're going to have an interesting show. We, uh, we're we kind of debating about the topic we were going to do, uh, wanting to talk about current events, but we we're also wanting to talk about Long Beach. And uh, I think that we are going to discuss that. But before we do, uh, I just wanted to talk about uh, – and then the Long Beach stuff, y'all, you need to stay on. Not get off, and if you have to get off and not listen to the podcast, you need to come back, and I never tell you this, and re-listen to this podcast because the information about Long Beach is very important for every American to hear this, okay? But uh, before we do, I want to do want to cover some a little bit of uh, current events from uh, touching on our last show. But first, without any further ado, let me introduce our guest and uh, ladies first. So, hello, Patty. Hello. How are you guys? Great. Hi, Gary. Doing well. Thank you. Hi, Gunny. Hey, how, how y'all doing this evening, ladies? I'm pretty good. How are you? Uh, I'm 180 pounds and about three quarters full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what I wanted to discuss was um, on our last show, I think it was our last show, Gunny had uh, some breaking information about from a very reliable source, okay, that there were Venezuelan military, an army, a Venezuelan army staged up in, like, from what I understand, like the barrio part of Houston. Is that not correct? Yes, that is correct. Yes. Okay. That is 100% correct. Uh and uh, like I said, I've known this guy since uh, my adventures in South and Central America. Uh, we go way back, and uh, uh, I do not doubt his word whatsoever. And, of course, y'all know that's what has been one of my big concerns here is uh, all the uh, refineries and stuff in this area where I am. And, uh, well, we can get into it more if you want to, but security around there is a joke. It wouldn't take nothing to roll in there and take them over, and you're not going to take them back. Don't get my deals. <laughs> so um, what, uh, I was listening, and uh, and I want to apologize because I know this is a little unprofessional, but because I don't have, really have my source to say, but you just have to trust me on this. Because I was getting dressed in one room and doing my makeup and stuff and, and listening to it, the show, and you know how the uh, – your TV will go just auto, like YouTube will go to the next one, you know, that you're drilling it. Well, it ended up being a senator. I have no idea what the senator's name was. Uh, I do not know who it was, but he was talking about that he went to the border and that people just couldn't really grasp what's actually going on here and how, how much everybody's being lied to about what's going on. And he just talked about the, all the truth about it, you know. And he said that uh, uh, he was talking to the other guy and they were discussing how actual Honduras uh, military men the, from the army of Honduras that were actually coming across the border also in our American soil. And then they talked about how they've seen the uh, Honduras and Venezuelan armies, you know? So 
I was like, wow, that just uh, validated uh, Gunny's source on that and about them in Houston. And I, you know, I don't. I think we got a, maybe got a little bit off topic on that show, and I just wanted our listeners to understand what we're actually saying in the actual com, you know, context of what we're saying that there's a, a foreign armies on our soil. They're, they're, they don't just come here like that for no reason, okay? So, Danny, did you want to say anything about that? Well, you know, and I mean, that's been uh, that's been happening the last few months and stuff, and walking across the borders with the rest of the, uh, and I'm going to call them illegals because that's what they are. If you want to get your, you know, shorts in a uh, bind there, go ahead. Uh I, I promise you it won't affect my uh, digestion, my dinner, any at all. But this has been going on, and now we've known, geez, I don't know, uh, Hurricane, how long it's been, uh, seven, eight years or whatever, that they've had these Muslim uh, compounds through the U.S., one of them right there in Sweeney, Texas, where uh, they've been training in one thing or another, and... Uh, the FBI is aware of it, and uh, law enforcement is aware of it. Nobody has ever done anything. And, you know, you've got to, you know, that's still one of the most puzzling questions that's been out there as far as I know. But, well, you know, uh, I had heard, too, and, and I wasn't at that time high enough, you know, ranked to, to participate in all, but, you know, it was a one of kind of known thing around, you know, militia that, the, the militia had, had eyes and watched his ISIS camp near Houston, and I'm sure you knew, knew about that as well, you know. And one of the concerns was, you know, that, that they were concerned about this is ISIS. This is what, what 2000, I want to say 14 or 2015, and it had been going on, right, when I found out about it. And so uh, I, so they had been watching it prior to that, you know, so it had been going on. And that, in, in this uh, particular area, I wasn't privy to the exact location of it, but... I was told that it had uh, like access right to a river, not too far, you know, and different highways and stuff. So, uh, oh yeah, I mean, you know, that, you know, that's been allowed to go on. Uh, we know there's been uh, all kinds of foreign nationals coming across our southern border, uh, uh, Islamist and uh, that sort of thing. So, I mean. Uh, uh, I mean, you just kind of have to extrapolate the fact that uh, uh, when these guys are given a green light, it's going to be complete total chaos. Uh, the American people are going to lose their minds again and go into 100% fear uh, uh, mode, just like they did with the COVID thing. And uh, uh, they'll be begging the government to bring in the UN is what I think is going to happen, and that's how they're going to get the real in here. And I think one thing that people leave out of that equation is the cartels themselves. Now, the cartels the last two to three years running up armored vehicles, and they've been having regular clashes in some of these small border towns with uh, sheriffs and uh, uh, uh CBP and stuff like that. So uh, 
I mean, the skirmishes on the southern border have already started. Uh, so, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out what, what the catalyst. I'm just trying to figure out what the catalyst for all this is going to be. Uh, I know you're way up on the other end of the country there, Pat. Do you have any thoughts on that? Um, Can you hear my dogs barking? No. No. Okay. So I don't need to get, leave them? Okay. Yeah, um, you know, being that I'm not anywhere near the southern border, I'm not seeing it for myself. I'm only seeing, you know, kind of what you get through the news, um, which through Patriot News I get the truth. Through the regular news you certainly don't. Um, but I think everybody's aware that something's going on and everybody's concerned about it. Why so many men? Why aren't they being vetted? Why are they being, you know, brought in in the middle of the night and dropped off in New York? None of it makes sense. So what's really going on? No, it doesn't make uh Well, I mean, it, it makes sense, but you cannot get the, uh, 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 how can I put this? Y'all might have to help me explain what I'm trying to say here. You can't put forth evidence like that uh, to people who've been taught to group think and uh, expect for them to have the proper reaction to it. Uh, Did I say that right? Yeah. You know what I think is going on is I think that uh, that, do I sound okay because I moved my phone a different way? Yep, you're fine. Is it it echoing or anything? Okay. I actually went and got my... uh, Excuse me. I went and got my headsets that I use for when I'm shooting my rifle. Put them on because this dog keeps barking. It's driving me nuts. And that, and that, so I put my uh, uh, head headsets on for when I shoot my gun. And I put my phone up underneath it and it's holding it on my ears. So it's, kinda, it's very uh, ghetto. Okay, very ghetto. But uh, what I think is going on is that. Uh, uh, go ahead, Jenny. Can you go ahead just a second, and I'll, I'll be right back. Hang on one second. Okay, uh, so so anyway, you, you you almost have to think that uh, uh, players are being put in place for strategic uh, reasons. Uh, uh, there's been some strange uh, air movement uh, uh, here in my area uh, for the last two days. For the last two days or so, there's been uh, lots of. Uh, uh, Chopper flights going through, uh, blacked out uh, and stuff, uh, very low altitude. Uh, that's very odd and unusual, even for uh, Texas. So I don't know what's going on, what the buildup at the border is. Uh, I do know that... Uh, uh, They're rotating them out. And I haven't had time to research a lot. So I'm just kind of going to throw it out there. We can talk about it more on the next show or something. But uh, there's a group of international lawyers that have come out, did research, put numbers together, and they're attempting to file uh, charges against the uh, uh, purveyors of this uh, hoax and attempted genocide. And uh, I think that's going to be something that's going to kind of put the uh, matchstick a little closer to the candle, I guess. 
one way to put it. Let me ask you something. When they come across the border, are they put in detention centers? Are they being flown out? No. What, are you, what are you guys seeing? They're just... They're being they're flown out. They're being bussed. They're being flown out. They're being bussed out. They, they what? You were both talking at the same time. I couldn't understand. Okay. Go they ahead, just pick them up. They put. They process them and then they just let them go. Isn't that just where anywhere they want to go? Well, isn't that what you've heard? You know. Uh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh. Heard, uh, seen, uh, heard, I've seen some videos of it, uh, and, you know, you have to wonder, why are they doing all this? Uh, I know two different individuals that I personally know, and I saw a video put out by another, who are big corporate headhunters, okay? And, uh... The two that I personally know uh, confirmed uh, what I uh, when I asked them about the video and stuff like that. They have they have major corporations. Uh, we're talking uh, uh, all these uh, plants and oil companies and uh, major. We're talking about national construction companies, kind of stuff. They are uh, 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 saying. Telling these people that they uh, that uh, they're planning on having to replace their whole workforce <laughs> in three to five years. So you, you can't help but think, well, wait a minute. I know hundreds upon people that are in the oil field, uh, and they're not going anywhere, changing jobs. And then I thought, well, it can only be. Uh, uh, where they forced the people there for a while to get the shots or those that took the shots. or They're planning on rounding us up because, uh, you know, of course, there was that paper that was done, and I haven't been able to find it uh, uh, since I initially read it. Uh, I don't know if it's been scrubbed or not, but uh, the report that was given to the government and uh, 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 what's the big elitist uh, get-together they have every year? Uh, Hurricane. I can't think of the name right now. Bilderberg. Bilderberg. Yep. Uh, That sounds right. Uh, But uh, was made for them and stuff. It said middle class American, you know, uh, uh, middle class Christian America uh, has become too expensive to maintain. Uh, We want too much of the pie. Where you're going with that? Go ahead, you know, like what I was saying earlier—that's that, exactly they want us all replaced. But see, this isn't this isn't a new problem. This is a, something that's been going on, and that nobody—it's like we're under a trance in America. And I think that's the number one key to the fact that we're going to be probably slaughtered is because of the, the country that was so naive. See, and they don't understand that people all over the world have never. Like, lived a life where they never even knew what sleep in a peaceful not sleep was because they're always in danger of something, you know, or hungry or, you know, having hardships. So we really, really, truly, really don't understand how good we do have it a lot of times. I understand that. But they, uh, they, uh, a lot of those people begrudge us and hate us for that, you know, and they, they want to see us dead and they want to take what's ours. So I know ever since I've 
vomit that they were bringing in on the border non-freaking-stop, non-freaking-stop illegals and just filling up the country with them, okay? And they sold, they sold uh, like Minnesota, obviously, to the Somalians. They obviously sold, you know, Michigan to the Muslims, and it's just being ignored and not discussed, and, you know? It's just like it don't even happen, right? And then, uh, you know, they thought, uh, and I, I covered all this, too, where, you know, right now, uh, you know, getting talking about the Venezuelans in Houston. Come on, why, why do you think you're in, in, in Honduras and Venezuela and in, in Texas? What, what do you think is going on, you know? Who do you think that maybe sold it to, you know? And then uh, well, I'm, I've already been talking to people about this China uh, owning the Port of Long Beach, and that's really what I wanted to talk about that, too, because they have the whole West Coast, China does, locked up totally. I mean, there could be millions of them in here because, like, one, in 2010, I was up there in Vegas, and I noticed that all the subtitles and everything were, like, in Chinese, and there were, like, Chinese people everywhere, and I was like, wow, this is crazy, you know, it's like, it's insane. But then in 2000, I want to say 17 or 18, I was up there with my friend Betty West, uh, and we got lost, and we ended up in, a, like, an underground part of it. We were looking for, a, like, a rope, rope, railway thing that goes around the town of Vegas, and uh, we got lost. Long story short, we ended up somewhere we probably shouldn't have been, and, and all these buses were coming in this underground. It was, like, in, like, the basement areas that were, like, a, you know, have a park subterranean like that big parking thing, and all these buses were just lined up as far as I could freaking see, and go, and go, and they were coming up, and as they would, all these people would just totally unload off of them, and I swear to God, in Texas, I've seen many, 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 many people who just came over the border, you know what I mean, or just came, you know, that's what they were all, at least I could tell, and I've been seeing this my whole life in Texas, you know, and so, uh, and this is when I thought they were oriental, right, this went on non-freaking-stop, and I was like, what the fuck? You know, we just sat there for a while and watched it, and I was like, unbelievable, you know? And then, that's in Nevada. They're bringing them in. Well, where do these people are? They, how are they? They're not just coming in from the, the border in Texas because China has owned the Port of Long Beach for, and ran it for over 20-something years, you know? 30 years. That's a right. lot of freaking years. Well, since uh, uh, Rodney Clinton had... Wasn't it Clinton that uh, pushed the deal for them to buy that anyway? Am I yes, and so what the deal was, but what the deal is, is a lot of people don't understand that this port was a huge military base. It wasn't a port. It wasn't a port. It wasn't a container port. It was a military base, okay? It was a naval base, and it was a very, very important naval base. It was established somewhere like in the early 1900s, and it was first established as a deep water, deep sea water because the subterranean openings underneath that they used these for submarines. So originally it was it was told to people that it was used for submarines and, you know, a deep water one. But then they started to affect media in the twenties, nineteen twenties, and then never mentioned it again. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's mm-hmm. a very valuable right. port. And it was a military base that we spent millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars on that we used through many wars, that we had all kinds of places there and it was stacked up on the economy. It was a huge uh, it was really important. And then uh, Obama Bush set it up. He set all this up to be closed, okay? And then Clinton came in and sealed the deal. And see, he didn't go through the oversights. He didn't go through any of the stuff he was supposed to. He did every single part of it illegal. And you can go on C-SPAN and watch this amazing, watching this one guy, uh, what was his name? 
Oh gosh, what was his name? I'm gonna forget. Uh, I was just looking at Duke Cunningham, and he was a senator, but he was a war hero from Vietnam. He was a fighter pilot or something. You know what I mean? Like he was like a badass. He was a good guy, and I, I love to listen to his his talk that he does on C-SPAN, where he's up there fighting, like talking about all these things about Costco and all these things that China does, and all these different incidents that have already happened. You know, this was in the 90, early early 1990s when he was doing this, right? And he's coming about the Clintons and how they're breaking every rule, and it's just, you know, he's just exposing them all. So what do they do? They go in and I guess throw up some kind of fake charges on this guy, throw him in prison for some crap like tax evasion or some kind of crap, and uh, I don't remember what it was for, and, and basically ruined his whole life. Because why? Because he stood up against the Clintons, right? And they gave that port, and they made Long Beach pay for it, by the way, and they, and they gave it to China, and they hardly had any oversight. So for all those years during Clinton and then during Bush Jr., that China just had its way where they brought in – it's the second largest container port in the world, okay? And then you have all these subterranean tunnels and, oh, my God, there's so much stuff. You know, how, different ways to smuggle in traffic and, oh, my God, it's just they're the pulse of everything that's dark, you know? And, uh, well, then uh, Obama came in, and Obama sold it to them because he, he actually sold America. He sold China pretty much – Gave them eminent domain papers in 2012. America was their cell. And so they owned, literally owned the port of Long Beach, okay, which is, people don't, might not realize this, which is connected to the port of Los Angeles, okay? And, uh, but this is a very strategic location. It's a good location. And there's a lot of crazy stuff about it, okay? But anyway, so he just gave it to them. So nobody in America even knew that, you know, China owned this port, but they've been having it. But now they owned it, right? This is crazy. And so then um, Trump comes in with the Department of Homeland Security, and he's all like, get the hell out, you know? And he run them off, you know, <laughs> and forced them out because of uh, national security. And no, I think I think it was May 2017, I want to say. It might have been 2018, but I was thinking 2017. It might have been 2018, but probably 2017. But anyway, he went in and kicked some ass, you know? So that's why China really hated him. Of course, all you ever heard about was tariffs, 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 you know? You never heard about how badass Trump really was because media that want to talk about China only the freaking port, you know? Well, now I've been obviously uh, having this video exposing this stuff for a couple of years on YouTube called Watch the Water. Now all of a sudden they mysteriously just pull my video because they don't want that information out. Why? Because we don't have control of the port no more. China does. China has control of the governor there in the election. With their corrupt machines and owns, you know, all those politicians. So this is how it is. Now they've also got our West Coast pretty down, locked down with all these container ships, which I don't think people realize just how huge this is, how huge, how massive a container ship is. You know? I mean, that, that right there, they have all kinds of missiles in them and stuff. It's crazy. Go ahead, Patty. No, I was just I was saying, yeah, they, they are huge. Um, I don't, unfortunately, I don't have an, a lot to offer on this because I don't know a lot about it except for what I've learned from you. But definitely that's not good. China should not own any part of our country, anything in our country. How are they getting in on the your side? Um, we're not really, we're not really seeing 
a lot of Chinese people here, or a lot of Asian people here. Um, we're, you know, before we saw a lot of, um, like, when they brought refugees in from um, Islamic countries, saw a lot of people from there. Um, but now, I, I just, I don't know. We, there may be, I'm sure if they're bringing people in that are coming over the southern border, they're probably bringing the majority of them to, into to New York City. Um, you know, who, it, it's hard to say. Plus, it's winter, so you're not going to see a lot of people. I think in the summer, we'll see exactly who is being brought here that's come across the border. But uh, right now, it's, it, it's really hard to say. Yeah, here, I noticed that it's just houses, as far as you can see now, being thrown up apartments, houses, everywhere around here. It was all country. And now as far as you – I mean, I was sitting there today. I go, Pete, look at this. I told my husband. I said, look at this. And I said, that was all fields just a couple months ago. Look at it. I was like, as far as I could freaking see, I said, what are these New York people, California people, uh, Afghanistan, illegals? You know, who are these people, you know? <laughs> it's like, this is a little small community, and now all of a sudden it's like, you know – turning into the city overnight it's crazy and i'm having to you know go bankrupt and everything else because i have to pay freaking taxes for all this crap you know i'm i'm getting tired of it too because i don't want to pay for you know i mean i want to help people that want to come over here and make things better but man i'm not happy about having to pay all these increased taxes don't get me honest start on that okay it's just a homeowner thing you know it is no well, i mean this, this I think, country we've we've always taken you know people in but they came in legally not illegally, not just walking across our borders. And that's why I was asking you guys, like, where do they go after they come across the border? And Gunny's saying, well, they kind of just let them go. But where do these people go? I mean, how do they, they've supposedly walked all this you. way. they got to be well, hungry. They're, they're, they're 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 thirsty. They, they can't they have luggage walk, with them. Where, well, where, where yeah. Walk. And that caravan is a distraction. Those are paid off. They're, they might be real people, but the same as actors, okay? There's, yeah, I mean, there's no way you could walk all that way. Look, here's the deal. They're all being flown in. They've been being flown in. I follow on Monkey Works US on YouTube. We follow the military mm-hmm. stuff. They've all been they're being flown in from Honduras from Venezuela. They've been being flown in ever since Biden got in office. They've been coming in non freaking stop. Then they started adding the Jamaicans. They slowed down a little bit on Central America. Then they started adding in the Afghanistan. You know, then you know, it's just like. There's certain groups they don't want. They don't want the Cubans because they're going to vote, you know, Republican. You know, they don't want to have that. Another tyrannical government, you know. And so any countries that come over here that want, you know, actually need help, that do not want to be ran by a tyrannical governor, government, then they send yeah. them back. They deport them. But the rest of them, they keep them here. The reason why is, and they're being paid. Make no mistake, they are being paid. When Joe Biden was talking about giving each one of them like a half a million dollars, he wasn't bullshitting, okay? They're paying these people. These big old giant brick homes coming up. Yeah. You know, and you know what? When I was telling my husband, I said, America is so naive, and that's why. They don't know what it's like to live in. I mean, some people do. Like you, Denny was in the military, but most people, for the most part, don't know what it's like. Like, like villages in Africa who lived not to terror with just all of a sudden random gangs attacking them with machetes and killing the whole village. You know what I'm saying? But that's yeah. what I think is we're going to be on American soil. I think they're going to rise up. That there's no reason to bring all these people in here as sleepers, okay? And why are they duplicating well, all of I, I can 
are stuck I concur. too. Kind of uh, I concur. And uh, let's not uh, let's not forget that we. Uh, and I don't think it, it, here's one factor that people don't think. Yes, we're being invited to come from everywhere. Uh, we have regular army on the ground uh, masquerading as a. Uh, Illegal immigrants or whatever the hell you want to call this invading force, uh, feel free to use whatever term you want. But there's one aspect that nobody's figuring into this, and I see it becoming a real problem uh, for uh, any, uh, uh, should something like this occur, and, uh, you know, we have to rise up and take care of ourselves. There is a whole subculture out there, lady. And uh, I work uh, Houston. I mean, it's not as big as New York or anything like that. Uh, uh, I work in Houston, six and a half million people, plus or minus. And uh, there is a whole subculture out there. And it's kind of the combination of uh, uh, the last two generations that got the full-blown wild-eyed liberal indoctrination to the public school system. And uh, these people, they range in age from uh, uh, 20 to uh, 35. Uh, uh, Some of them is only 40, and uh, uh, they have no desire to work. They're not going to work. They've learned how to gain the system. they are scammers and con artists, and uh, uh, they have no loyalty to anyone or anything. And that kind of force within an opposing force to, you know, invade to invaders and stuff. These are people that are going to sell you, sell people out for an extra ration of uh, black bread uh, for a few pieces of silver. I mean, they're. And, of course, I'm not talking about too complete, but I'm talking about uh, probably at least 30 or 40% of those two generations that uh, have never done anything other than uh, scam and uh, live off uh, 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 every government program that comes along, and they've got good at it. And uh, uh, I think they're going to be a uh, uh, very... uh, uh, damaging force to trying to bring the country back. Now that's just my opinion. Do y'all see? I'm pretty sure Patty does being up there in New York. Uh, do we, you see we, what you're talking about? Like I, I think it's been a form of, in, in a way, like an MK Ultra. And I'm sorry, I, I had to just jump off the the show a while ago, but I had to cough real bad. For some reason, my throat's just real dry. I should have grabbed something to drink before I came out here. So I keep having to clear my throat. I apologize for that. I think um, we see a lot of, you know, the people that you're talking about, the the generation that you're talking about, because that's what makes the news. So we see a lot of them on the news. But I also see plenty of 20, 30, 40-year-olds that are really patriots of this country that are standing up. But they're they're not put in the forefront. They're not put on the media, you know, because 
right now the, the, the media wants to give all the attention to the un-American type of people. So I, I think it's split. Um, I agree with you, though. I think all the indoctrination in the schools hasn't helped. Um, and I don't, I don't think a lot of these kids that stood up, um, Antifa in particular, they don't, they don't even really know what's going on. They don't understand. It's kind of like a mob mentality. Well, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Well, I was going to say uh, it's like a form of MK Ultra, you know, in a way, the way that kids have been brainwashed, you know. Well, I mean, it's the it's the same method. It's not uh, uh, anything close uh, to the same, but. Uh, and I understand, yeah, there's, there's some patriotic young people out there and stuff like that. Uh, but, uh, uh, like you're saying, they, and what she was talking about, oh, I'm sorry, Patty, what word do you, you didn't use group mentality, you used, uh, mob mentality. Uh, mob, mob mentality, right. Because that's what these people have been taught, uh, for the last, probably uh, a good 30 years in the school system. If you don't think like everybody else does, uh, well, you know, uh, you need to be ostracized. Uh, you don't belong. Uh, you know, uh, and free thinking is not taught anymore whatsoever uh, that I can tell. And, uh, and this is how they pretty much... Uh, won the battle on that. I think there's a generation there that would just as soon uh, uh, throw their arms up and uh, be ruled and ever uh, fight for the fight for their freedom or anything like that. And uh, I think these people are going to be more of a factor than uh, anybody thinks they're going to be. I could be wrong on that. That's just my opinion. And that and five dollars and forty cents will get you a cup of coffee at Starbucks. But uh, uh, well, I don't think people realized what was being taught in the schools, um, and particularly even in the colleges, by these professors, who these people really were. Um, and I had actually done some research into that, and I was amazed, appalled is the word I actually want to use, it, how many of these professors were actually Antifa members and went in and literally were recruiting these kids in the colleges and brainwashing them. Well, it's even, it's even deeper than that because the Antifa is actually just a front for straight-up Marxism. But when I was doing my research on Walt Disney and I went into the FBI and the CIA vaults, I was shocked to find out that the operation of strategic services, which was the precursor to the CIA, okay, ran by Bill Donovan, uh, World War One. That's World War Two. Whenever uh, it was like the first five place we had. Well, whenever uh, they formed the CIA, they took the a lot of the the, the loyal loyalists, I guess you would say, uh, out of OSS to form with the CIA and merged them with people that they had brought in, Nazi scientists from Project Paperclip. So when you understand that this isn't a conspiracy, that this is actually in the uh, documents that have been leaked from the CIA vault, this is a fact that they used Project Paperclip, 
Nazi scientists that did horrible things, brought them over, and merged them with OSS spies and made them spies and made them in charge of the Central Intelligence Agency. And then you wonder why all this Central Agency goes over there and corrupts all these countries and sets everything up. And then or how Antifa Antifa is just a front for their Marxism and these CIA ops to go in and infiltrate all of our colleges with these professors and uh, and then spread their ideology and hide behind names like Antifa, you know? But uh, right. for the downfall of America. And I don't even think the exactly kids really understood all that. That's the problem. They They had this idea, because if you really look into who Antifa was to begin with, they stood up against the Nazis. They lost, and these kids, if you talk to them, they'll say, well, they lost because they were totally against violence. So if, if you want to go against, you know, things like that, you, you need to be violent. Well, that's not what this was all about. They, they totally don't even understand the history of it, and you're right. They, they just they hijack anything that comes along. And it becomes a mob mentality, and they just, like, kind of follow and instead of really looking into what it is that they're labeling themselves as and to what they're doing. It's just, it's crazy. It's almost like these kids have to be deprogrammed because they don't really understand what they're doing. They do. Uh, they do have to be uh, reprogrammed. I had to reprogram mine, pull her out of public school. And homeschooler. We started off with cursive and put her back on first grade math <laughs> to start at the beginning and teach her correctly. And we started on the Constitution, and she also had Bible class. And yeah, I, I even made her read a, a trilogy novel on uh, about the EMP. It was horrible. And I compared and contrasted LaVoy Finnegan's book. <laughs> so she did great, though. My kid's a genius. Then after I and programmed her, I could put her back at school, and now she sees everything they're doing. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't uh uh I don't have any children or anything, so I've never really had to deal with that. Uh uh I had a stepdaughter and uh I was escorted uh uh out of her high school. Uh, uh she came home and uh was kinda upset about what a history teacher had told her and uh uh, anyway, so I got to looking at what they were being taught, what their uh, stuff like that, and uh, uh, I ended up uh, going to the school and having a uh, very passionate discussion with the uh, principal there, and uh, ended up being escorted out of the school uh, and stuff because it's like uh, Patty was saying a while ago. I mean, she was talking about. Uh, college professors and stuff that were sparse, so far left leaning. But I want to tell you what, man. Some of these high school teachers, and uh, uh, even going down the scale, there they are about as hardcore leftist, anti-American, uh, socialist as, as you can get. And parents just send their kids to school. They have to go to school, and uh, uh, they made sure to uh, drive the economy. To Point to where uh, both parents have to work uh, to support a family, uh, and 
and once they accomplished that, you know, uh, this became 12 years of indoctrination because uh, the parents were too busy uh, to uh, pay any uh, real attention to what was going on in the schools, I think. And uh, it's just, uh, I mean, it just increasingly got worse uh, and worse and worse. And as I said, you know, it, y'all can laugh if you want to, you know, but... Uh, when I bought my first vehicle and stuff like that, uh, and you opened the uh, owner's manual on that, it told you, uh, uh, you know, how to how to how to set your valves and uh, timing and all that kind of stuff. And you buy a new car uh, today, and you open the owner's manual, and it tells you, uh, uh, do not uh, uh, do not drink the contents of the battery. You know, America has been dumbed down, I mean, to the point to where, uh, I mean, if you've been around as long as I have, you just find it nothing short of, uh, 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 I don't even even have a word to use for it. It's just beyond unbelievable. Yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, you can see that one second there. Okay, go uh, ahead, Kenny. <laughs> oh, uh, I just had to take I mean, a, you know, a certain amount of breaks from the show. So, go ahead, Kenny. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, uh, what I was gonna say, you can see the evidence of this, uh, everywhere. I mean, uh, hell, I walked into the store the other day, ran in there, uh, it's about an hour and a half drive between projects I was going to check on, and uh, stopped there to grab me a coke, and bag of chips, uh, and a, a pack of smokes. And I go in there and uh, rang up totally. It was I don't know. Uh, I forget she was. Anyway, uh, I gave the girl uh, twenty five bucks cash. And uh, she gave me uh, $18 back. And I was like, I probably think you need to redo that, uh, redo that young lady. These people can't even count. These kids nowadays cannot so get behind the register and count check cash. Huh? We went to, we went to uh, I ordered a bunch of groceries uh, from HEB, and the reason why was they had a 12-pack of dog food for like around $8, okay? And so uh, seven eight dollars, really good price for a twelve pack of canned dog food. So I got an email saying they substituted. I bought fifteen cases of them because I like that price. Okay, so uh, I get an email saying they had to substitute a few items. So I went and checked. Well, it was thirteen out of fifteen items they had substituted, giving me two cases of the eight dollars for twelve. The rest of them they substituted were uh, they gave me the eight dollar price, but what they were actually giving me were six packs, not twelve packs. And uh-huh. so I, told, I called and I said, I don't want, want those. I said, you're not, you know, you're screwing me over. And they're like, no, we gave you the same price. No, you didn't. I'm getting 12 cans. And you're giving me six cans. But we gave you the same price. I understand it's the same price, but it's not the same amount of food, you know. I said, look, little girl. So I explained it a few times. She couldn't understand it. I said, look, little girl, I'm so sorry that you're not good at math, but here's this. I don't want any of your food. I don't want – I'm not driving to town for two cases of dog food. I'm not doing it. So cancel it all. <laughs> well, then I took Rose, my neighbor, to ATV, and she comes out to the car, and she's like, oh, my God. She's like, my bill was like, like uh, I don't know what it was, like 
$30 or whatever it was. And she gave the girl like a 20 and a 10, you know. And uh, and the uh, the lady, the little girl, she couldn't figure out how to give the change back, you know, like it was a $10 change thing, you know. Mm-mm, and uh, I can't. Whatever Rose did, she couldn't figure out to give it back. She had to call a supervisor over there because her little computer didn't tell her exactly how much change to get back. It was like $10 or something, you know. And Rose came out. She's like, oh, my God, what's wrong with these this generation, <laughs> you know, so I was like, I know, right, you know, so it's funny you should say that, you know. Yeah, well, but technology well, should have been a wonderful crazy. thing, but it ended up being a curse, because right. these kids, they don't play outside anymore, they sit there on their cell phones or their tablets or whatever it is they have, um, it, it sh- you're right, they can't count back change, if the computers go down, it all goes down. Because nobody can right. figure anything out in their heads or on a piece of paper anymore. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Uh, yeah, and we got to take a break. So if y'all don't mind, uh, just tune back in about four or five minutes, and we'll be right back on the air. We've got a really explosive next <laughs> segment, so don't you don't want to miss it. Hang on. All right, we'll be back. Y'all been asking where the Trump supporters are, right? Why we been so quiet? Where all the Trumpies at, right? That's what I've been hearing. We've been here the whole time. We don't need a safe space. We don't burn down our cities. We don't riot when things don't go our way. And if we lose a fair one, then we accept defeat with humility. But when you try to rob from us, steal from us, and cheat us, you just started a fight that you're not ready for. Now correct me if I'm wrong, but there's at least four great states on this map. Which means that Biden no longer has the 270 he needs to win. That he needs in order to be called the president-elect. So I want all you liberals to keep that same energy you had about five days ago. Because we're coming for you now. And it's not a fucking game. This was irregular warfare at its finest. We have an army of digital soldiers.
So, no, I can't say that at all. I think it's a, it's a possibility. They're trying to, look, between you people, don't, answer, don't talk to me that way. You're just, a, you're just a lightweight. Don't talk to me that way. Don't talk to, I'm the President of the United States. Don't ever talk to the President that way. All right, I'm going to go with another question. Go ahead. So, if, if the electoral college does elect President elect Joe Biden, are you not going to leave this building? I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. But, sir, just, just to be clear. I'm not leaving. And are you not going to leave this building? I'm not leaving. If the electoral college votes for Joe Biden, will you concede? I'm not fucking leaving! The show goes on! This is my home! They're gonna need a fucking wrecking ball to take me out of here! They're gonna need to send in the National Guard a fucking squad team! Our intro song did not play. Let me try it again one more time. Welcome back to Wolfpack Radio. This is the second half of our segment, which we titled the Covidians, but I don't know why. It's just so funny. <laughs> and tonight's guest, we have Gunny and Patty, our special guest from New York, and Gunny, my militia correspondent. What we were discussing on the first hour was the fact that we've actually had people coming across our southern border that are Honduras and Venezuelan armies that are actually staging up as immigrants all over Houston. And has been spotted in different areas of Texas, and then we have China all reported all up on the northern border, and there's all kinds of videos and everything else of them up in Canada. We've got the port of Long Beach owned and being run by China again, and that means that they're able to infiltrate the whole east coast from there alone. But we already know that they've pretty much taken over Oregon and. Washington, California, and, and Nevada, and so we know that the uh, that the Somalians are staged up in with uh, Minnesota. We know that the Muslims are staged up all over, you know, uh, Minis- uh, Michigan, and you know this is going on in all these other states as well. So you know if they decide to rise up and attack us, America, 
is always saying, oh, this could never happen to us. We've got, we have too many guests. That's never going to happen to us. But, man, that could be horrible. You know, and I can, I can see this happen with them. And people don't understand. They've been just watching the southern border, and they don't understand that the Biden administration – well, Obama was bringing in busload after busload after busload. We saw him here in Texas, busload after busload. I know people that worked at the bus factories from the southern border are just non-freaking-stop of I-35 every freaking night in the early morning. And then since Biden's been in there, it's been non-stop flights from Honduras, Venezuela. We follow him on Monkey Works U.S. on uh, that's Monkey and then Works W-E-R-X and then U.S. on YouTube, follow the military flights. And so you can see where they're, they're bringing them in non-freaking-stop, and they're bringing in bringing them into the military bases, they're bypassing state. They're bypassing our state laws by flying into the military bases, and that's in their federal jurisdiction. So just right by my house in Colleen, they're bringing in tons of Afghanistans right now. So they're bringing in also uh, flying in nonstop flights from uh, they're bringing in a lot of Jamaicans and now the Afghanistans. And they just bring them in. They put them in these tent cities that they have set up at these military bases. Then they process them out. They're building apartments everywhere you look, houses everywhere you look. It's just building nonstop, and they're shipping them off and then flying them back to wherever they want them to go in America. And meanwhile, these camps are sitting there pretty much empty, so I guess they're probably saving them for us, you know? So I guess the well, Covidians think they're uh, safe, you know, but when they uprise, they're going to take out the Covidians too, or if the, if the backs didn't already do that, you know? Well, uh, uh, let me add something to that scenario. You know, uh, you made a very good point. People sit there and go, well, this can't ever happen here or whatever. You know, we've got, you know, million guns in the U.S. and da 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 all this ammo and stuff. The, what they don't take into consideration, what nobody does, is, yes, we own a lot of weapons in the uh, United States of America, uh uh, I'm sure Texas is right up there at one of the top states for that. But what people and, and we I've made this statement several times and it generally steps on toes and I'm really not trying to step on anyone's toes and I'm not pointing any fingers anywhere, but this is something a lot of people need to understand. Yes, you might own five or six weapons, uh you might own 20, you might be sitting on 10,000 rounds of ammunition, all that kind of stuff. But I'm going to tell you right now, and I've said this before, if you don't have any tactical training, uh, you're, you're just going to be handing those weapons over to our enemies. Uh, and I don't think that's, uh, I don't think people take that in consideration, uh, uh, at all, and uh, the, I think I think you're going to see a lot of people uh, get their hands on weaponry that we would prefer not get their hands on weaponry for just that reason. Uh, you know, uh, training, the tactical training end of it is very, very, very important. Uh, uh, but- to be yeah. honest with you, I, I have some really great tactical training, so what I think would go down is if they came here, uh, I would manage to hold them off for a, a few minutes, 
And then oh, yeah, they would nah. take me out and still take my damn guns. Okay, they're still going to take my guns. And because, you know what? They're not going to come in as one or like a home invasion with just a few people, okay? It's not going to be just a, like a little small fire team either. When they come in, they're going to they're going to roll in with shock and awe and overwhelm oh, yeah. and surprise. You know this. Right. And the right, sheer numbers exactly. is going to – so even though I have tactical training, oh, yeah. trust me, I already know that I ain't going to last very long and that they're still going to take my damn guns, and that makes me so upset. Right. It makes you so well, the, 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 the thing of it is, uh, is that you have to be aware enough to know what's going on, and when they do make that, uh, when they do step over that line, uh, that uh, you're smart enough to see it and to uh, get to. Get to a safe harbor site. Get to your bug out place or whatever. Uh, if you think and nobody's going to sit it out at their house, uh, I don't care uh, how Rambo you think you are, this, that, one thing or another, you're 100% correct. Uh, and when they come, they're going to come full force, and uh, uh, they will pry your gun from your cold, dead hands. I will. So, but here's the deal. Because I always, tra- I always trained for to bug out. Okay, that was my immediate plan. Bug out. That was everything I did. So I teach survival, and it was just all about the bug out. But then all of a sudden I got sick. Okay, I got sick. All of a sudden I got Hodgkin's disease and started having blood sugar problems. And I got sick, and it just and, I, and my gallbladder went out, and so I just I had some issues, right, and so. All of a sudden, my my changed, okay, because the the plans that I had to bug out, I, I knew that I would survive bugging out, and there, and so I said, okay, now I understand why some people just said I gotta, I'm gonna have to hold up, you know what I mean? And so I was like, well, I'm gonna have to hold up, but that's okay because I know if I had to hold up, that all I can do is just fend them off as best I can and take out as many as I can, and do the best I can and and make sure that they don't get too much too much of my crap, you know, <laughs> you know. Hopefully, you know, I don't want them to take my stuff. But. I don't want him to use my stuff to attack my neighbors, you know. But, I mean, that's just how it is, you know. But, yeah, I wanted to bug out, but now I'm back to getting in shape again. So now bug out is back on the table, you know. But for a while there, it was not on the table. But I don't know if you necessarily have time to bug out if they attack the way I feel like they will attack, you know. I think it's going to be such a shock. But they've been – they gave me this telltale signs that they may be – Cutting off the comms by, you know, when AT&T would go down, this would go down, you know. It was almost like they were doing practice runs on the Internet, different uh, communication stations, you know, to do like a grid down. And so I think if they're going to attack that they they would definitely do that, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the first thing you do uh, when you invade any country. Uh, uh, <coughs> your first uh, – your first uh, – and <coughs> – these are going to be your advanced forces that you send in and stuff, and that's to take you down to communications. Next thing you do is you uh, shut down the supply route. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, this administration is doing a great job of helping them with that. Uh, 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 we should all be proud as Americans uh, to see uh, the amount of effort they're putting into destroying 
uh, supply chain. I'm sure they have endeared themselves to uh, China. Uh, but I got a feeling they're going to be a little bit surprised uh, when the rollover happens because <coughs> uh, China puts no value on human life or their people whatsoever like that. But they, one thing that they do uh, put value in, and that is uh, loyalty. And these people have shown no loyalty to anyone but themselves. Uh, uh, and uh, I think uh, some of these uh, uh, elitists who've been banging the drums and politicians and all that kind of stuff, they're going to be very surprised at what happens to them. Uh, I do believe that. Yeah, they're uh, going to end up getting theirs. I know that... uh, this one guy that I follow, I don't really believe necessarily what the guy says, but he's he's an interesting person to listen to. But uh, he had used one time that he felt like the way this was all going to end was going to be like uh, Queen Esther in the Bible, how her enemies had built like stuff, I guess, to hang and kill people on. And they ended up being killed on it instead. So the very ones that they ordered made for their enemies, they ended up dying on. So I'm hoping this is going to have a boomerang effect on uh and Trump's going to come back, and these guys are going to get the, what's coming to them. I, I, yeah, I have, I have a lot of hope when I look at the additions at Guantanamo Bay. I can't even say that right. <laughs> Gitmo. Yep. You know, they're adding on a lot there, and that gives me a lot of hope that maybe there will be some big arrests. And still, you know, I'm probably going to be in the geriatric home before Durham finishes this investigation. <laughs> yeah. I still wondering what's going on with that. Uh, Patty, any interesting word from the uh, uh, border there, uh, Canadian-U.S. border there? Uh, what is uh, it, Ambassador Bridge? Yeah, things are going good. They've got um, the total border blocked off, so no traffic is going into Canada or into the U.S. They got it blocked off, and they're not leaving until, you know, everything that uh, everybody's hoping for will happen. I... I'm hearing that, you know, Trudeau and Biden are a little bit worried, which uh, they should be because you shut everything down, sooner or later they're going to have to give in. And uh, the truckers aren't giving up. And you have so many other people joining in. You know, he keeps trying, Trudeau keeps trying to get the tow truck drivers to go in there and uh, tow the rigs or what have you, and they're not doing it. They're joining in to the convoy, so... I'm just excited now, for I, when they start heading towards D.C. That's what I can't wait for. Right. Uh, now, have you heard? Uh, this is just the stuff that uh, uh, I had passed on to me. I haven't had time to confirm any of it. So uh, at this point, it's just hearsay. <laughs> but uh, I've heard they put uh, the cement barricades along some of the roadsides there and stuff like that. And that, uh, 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 what is RCMP, Royal Canadian Mounted Police, is supposed to be uh, uh, the bad boys of uh, the police force over there, uh, are uh, are heading in that way. Have you heard anything like that, that it uh, could be building to uh, quite a, uh, for, uh, for lack of a better word, Mexican standoff? Um, 
I haven't heard anything um, to that effect. I've heard that there have been some arrests um, with, you know, people bringing in fuel or what have you, but not, not many from what I'm hearing. And it's been really peaceful, and things are going pretty good. Okay, great. So, uh, yeah. I hope it continues to be like that. I was just curious. Uh, I mean, I, get, I have a lot of intel come in from a lot of different people, and, uh, you know, it's kind of hard for me to get eyes on anything way over there. So I was just curious as uh, to whether you'd heard anything about uh, looking like perhaps they were putting together uh, some type of force to try to uh, open the bridge back up. Not from what I'm hearing or seeing, no. Okay, cool. No. How they would do that, I don't know. you got an awful lot of trucks, an awful lot of people, an awful lot of cars. So, you know, and I just I can't see. I mean, you're going you're gonna to have a few incidences, I'm sure, on either side, be it with, you know, people there being right. part of protest or, you know, a cop that's kind of feeling his testosterone that day, but... For the most part, everything seems to be going pretty good. I could be wrong. Um, I'm not there. I'm only getting it secondhand. But it looks pretty good. I'm just wondering, because okay. they're saying they're going to stay until their demands are met. And I'm just wondering how long, um, you know, that, that'll be. And when exactly they'll be coming this way. So I heard, you know, that it would be March 1st, but then I know... I've also heard mention of, like, March 12th, where different areas will be joining into the convoy. So I'm wondering how long it's going to take the convoy to actually go to D.C., if it'll be held up because they plan on staying in Canada. I just, I don't know. Uh, well, but it seems uh, to be working. <laughs> so, well, yeah, uh, yeah, God bless the Canadians, and, of course, uh, uh on the American side of it, they can't get their shit together. It's moved from uh, uh, February. The uh, uh, I thought the original date I heard was uh, uh, the sixth, and then it got bumped to the thirteenth, and now they're talking March. Uh, mm. See, I mean, it just, I didn't hear it, any it, of that. It, to, uh, to my knowledge, uh, it, the original. We're going right back to the same thing. Uh, their leadership uh, couldn't lead their way out of a wet paper bag. Uh, and uh, the guy that was uh, on a, another show that I do occasionally and stuff like that was uh, 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 running his talk hoster, and him and I got into it pretty good uh, over some things. And, uh, you know, it's just... Uh, uh, I find it amusing how these uh, American truck drivers are thumping their chest and stuff and uh, uh, haven't done uh, uh, anything to uh, on this side of the border yet. To my knowledge, they weren't supposed to yet, that it was a set date for March, so. <sighs> hmm, okay, well, I heard a set date, uh, I've heard this, and then uh, I know I know uh, I personally know a handful of truck drivers, and uh, uh, right up to this thing started in Canada, they were saying that uh, they couldn't appear to get anything organized, and uh, 
that uh, sort of thing, and uh, I'm just uh, uh, I'm just trying to keep. You know, and, and you know what? I'm just trying and, to. And keep that's a beautiful part. That's the beautiful part about this is it's a grassroots movement, so it's not organized, and it is going to be hard because they put up every kind of roadblock that we is possible for us to communicate with each other. So I imagine setting up something like this probably is extremely difficult right now. But you know what? This is a true grassroots movement, and so we don't have Soros in Canada all for us. You know, in in Canada, so it's a true grassroots movement. In Canada, let's be specific. There is nothing. There's nothing happening on the American side. Absolutely, that's not true. Nothing. That is not true. It's a rally, and along it's building up a movement, and that's grassroots. You know, it starts with like a yeah. I have to debate with you on that, Gunny, because I know for a fact that it was um, a combined effort. That this was planned a long time ago. And the Americans are just as involved. It's, like I said, you know, it's one step at a time, one country at a time. There's other countries doing this, too. It's not just Canada. It's not just the United States. It's other countries that are doing these convoys, too. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, okay. Well, I mean, up on just about every channel, uh, I just uh, flip on you know, uh, about it. Like, really got a lot of support. Well, no, no, I, I support what's going on in Canada 100%. I think those guys, well, why do you heroes, because American truckers ain't doing nothing. And I know Patty says it's all part of a big plan, and I've heard this is part of the big plan, that's part of the big plan. You know, if you want to go along with that, because somebody's somewhere saying it, but I'm telling you what I'm seeing on the ground and I am seeing absolutely nothing from the American truckers happening at all. And that's what I'm, I'm not going to base uh, 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 my uh, extrapolation of what's happening on what some truck guy was saying here or some blowhard saying over there about this has been going on for months and we're about ready to roll and done that. send us money. You know, uh, kiss my butt. Y'all get something going and then ask for some help, man. Uh, I'll, I'll be scammed. Uh, I'll be scammed in another way. Well, because we're on air, I'm just going to put it out there that I stand by our truckers 100%. I have every confidence. Do. Yeah that they're going to do exactly what they said they were going to do, that this was a coordinated effort. And uh, it's coming this way, so people need to get ready and stock up on food and make sure they have the essentials that they need because once our truckers roll into D.C., it's going to be shut down here just like it was shut down in Canada. Okay. Well, uh, I sincerely, I I'm just sincerely kind of like, hope I'm just you... Kind of like, I, this one thing I think that they're going to get hurt. I think that they get. I think our government will hurt them, and I they will get in. I think they'll go to prison probably, like our our patriots did on the January sixth debacle, you know. And so, well, uh, I, I really admire what they're doing. I, I, I do support them, but I hate to see anybody just martyr themselves, you know. I just well, hope I that hope, when those truckers roll into D.C., that the American people stand up on the side of the roads and support our truckers just like the Canadian people are doing 
because it's time that the people of the United States stand up, and they're not. Well, and, and uh, I see, and Patty, with all my heart, I sincerely hope that you are 100% correct. Uh, uh, this is uh, one time that uh, I would love to be completely 100% wrong. Uh, I agree with you 100%. Uh, that that's what needs to happen. I agree with you 100% that if it does come to be, that the American people need to stand up and stand beside these men. Uh, but until I see it happening, I'm going to have my doubt because uh, uh, and I, we're, we're probably talking to completely different people, but uh, the people that I spoke to that's supposed to be Part of the leadership or whatever. And, uh, uh, they, uh, I found them. I found them uh, less than intelligent and uh, very arrogant. So listen. So they're already trying to set up the truckers. Okay. The reason why I do support, I do really love what they're doing, but they're already trying to set it up because they're one. They're already setting up the narrative. Okay. So on Yahoo News. All right. Uh, today, actually, it says headline said warnings: U.S. copycat freedom convoy pushed by QAnon could target Super Bowl. Well, first of all, there is no QAnon. It's either Q and it's Anons. Okay, there there is no QAnon. So I don't even know what the hell they're talking about. But anyways, it goes on to says I'm going to read all this because it's important. Okay, President Joe Biden may be forced to tackle trucker protests similar to those seen in Canada, potentially targeting the Super Bowl. According to warnings from the Department of Homeland Security, in a memo shared with police partners and reported by The Hill, the DHS wrote that it had received reports of truck drivers potentially planning to block roads in major metropolitan cities in the United States in protest of, among other things, vaccine mandates. The convoy will potentially begin in California early as mid-February, potentially impacting the Super Bowl scheduled for the 13th of February and the State of the Union address scheduled for the 1st of March, the memo added. The news comes as QAnon adherents lead calls for a U.S. version of the – how, did, how did the, the QAnon even has even posted? So uh, the news comes as QAnon – Adherents lead calls for U.S. version of the Canadian trucker convoy currently harassing the city of Ottawa. The harassing, notice that, currently harassing the city of Ottawa. QAnon boosters ha- have been promoting an American rendition of the anti-vaccine mandate convoy on social media since the protests began, hoping that a stateside ride to Washington, D.C. could dismantle a coronavirus vaccine mandate. Well, first of all, I just want to interrupt real quick. If you post anything that is Q on it, you're banned. So how the hell could we even do that, big freaking liars? It goes on to say the Canadian protests, largely organized by right-wing social media figures, is demanding the government roll back all coronavirus vaccine and mask mandates, threatening to shut down the nation's capital until they get their way. The protests ostensibly began in response to a mandate forcing cross-border truck drivers to be vaccinated. However, according to the Canadian officials, 90% of the nation's truck drivers are vaccinated, and a few of the leading figures in the protests are actual professional truck drivers. It is no surprise that QAnon adherents have uh, gloomed 
glommed, I don't know what that word is, G-L-O, unless they misspelled it, glommed into, onto the protest. The movement regularly incorporates other conspiracy theories into its mythos, while QAnon began as a Trump-focused anti-deep state, a catch-all term for Democrats, rhinos, and other ad- that adherents spies. Is it adherent? What is that adherent? What is that word? A-D-H-E-R-E-N-T-S. What is that? What are they calling us? I didn't catch a spelling. It's A-D-H-E-R-E-N-T-S. Ad. It looks like adherent. 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 I think it's adherent. Conspiracy theory. It is grown. I'm just saying. I've never been caught in adherent. Okay. That's all. Conspiracy theory. It is now grown to include anti-vaxxers, anti-Semites, numerology. And some who think individuals like JFK, JFK Jr., and others are actually still alive and secretly supporting the former President Donald Trump. Oh, my God. And then they Well, they're really taking this far, aren't they? Get organized. Patriots is happening. And they've got all these different routes for the, uh, from, let's see, uh, covering North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Iowa, all of them, every state, and the routes, you know. And uh, anyways, it's a pretty good article if you are a lefty hater. But let me finish the article while I'm reading it. Some Republican lawmakers have even started weighing in on the trucker protest. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis complained that the GoFundMe pulled a Freedom Convoy project on its site and redistributed the funds that were said, calling it fraud. U.S. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene called GoFundMe a communist corporation, and Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton has launched an investigation into the company to determine if there had been deception. American right-wing media figures like Fox News host Tucker Carlson have praised the protest. He is selling I Love Truckers merchandise on his site, hoping to monetize the unrest. And it says Tesla CEO Elon Musk also tweeted out that Canadian truckers rule at the onset of the uh, protest. Even Mr. Trump has weighed in. No, it's President Trump. Asshat has weighed in, calling Canadian Prime Minister, but they're calling President Obama. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God, uh, Canadian mm-hmm. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, a far left lunatic, in a statement praising the convoy. <laughs> Back in QAnon world, this is headline on Yahoo News, y'all, for real. You can't make this shit up seriously. Back in QAnon world, major figures like Michael Flynn and lawyer Lynn Wood, both major pushers of the 2020 election fraud, lie peddled by Mr. Trump have praised the convoy as well. Less known but still prominent supporters of the QAnon movement like John Spell, who goes by QAnon John, shared a post with his followers at the end of January asking, who's ready for the truck convoy to converge on the hellhole of D.C.? Collectively, we will put so much pressure on the swamp that it forces all demon creatures to break. Other images shared by QAnon boosters showed potential truck convoy routes to Washington, D.C. and various routes to European capitals. Whether or not, you know, and I'll be honest with you right now, obviously somebody infiltrated like one of our groups, uh, Discord or something, because we're not allowed to actually roll out there on social media right now, but we're also like a Discord slot, you know, and we do post like memes that are funny as hell. It sounds like somebody infiltrated it on the ass of Anyways, uh, collectively, we will put so much pressure on the swamp that it forces all the demon creatures to break. Other images shared by QAnon boosters showed potential truck convoy routes to Washington, D.C. and various routes to European capitals. 
Whether or not U.S. trucker convoys happens remains to be seen. While there is plenty of discussion about and excitement over potential U.S. convoy, QAnon has promised countless reckonings for the deep state that have never materialized. So, I wanted to read the article because it's quite amusing, and it's a bunch of damn lies. And uh, you can see where they're setting up a narrative to set up the truck drivers and set up QAnon uh, people. They'll say QAnon supporters, right? They'll see yeah. how they're setting the, the narrative up. Well, uh, yeah. And it and, starts uh, off saying that that he's going to have to shut it down because they're going to fuck up the Super Bowl, you know? Well, I'm not a football well, fan, so I have to ask you guys, where's the Super Bowl being held? Uh, Los Angeles. Okay. So but my guess is he, because the convoy begins in California – that's why they're saying that. And maybe it will disrupt it, you know? Who knows? But uh, I think that's what they're worried about. Well, I think the one thing that we really need to watch for, and uh, the other night kind of broke down where we're at uh, <coughs> percentage-wise, and there's only about 20% of America that fully understands and grasp what's going on here, all right? Uh, the other, uh, there's 30% of the countries that are just uh, COVIDians, diehard COVIDians. Uh, nothing's going to change their mind. They've been uh, brainwashed, uh, and uh, they don't care about hearing the truth because uh, they've done what they've done, made decisions what they made, and, uh I think they want everybody else to suffer the way they do. That leaves 50% out of America out there that are just uh, rolling along, uh, singing a song, uh, yada, yada, like that. Now, what they're going to do is the media's already started, okay? Uh, Now, (laughs) when they give these numbers, uh, inflation numbers, they don't figure in food or fuel. Okay, which is two things that have absolutely skyrocketed. And they're saying in the last year, inflation's uh, been 7.5%. Uh, all right, there's already some shortages and stuff. And when these truckers roll, they're going to clamp down on the supply chain a little harder, and they're going to blame uh, the truckers uh, for this. And now you've got to remember, uh, 80% of the country out there is going to believe what they say. And uh, it's gonna, uh, I think they're going to use this convoy to uh, try to kill the Patriot movement. Although there has been some really surprising things came out. Uh, I think it was the... Uh, was the New York Times ran a story about uh, enough is enough already, uh, time to end all these uh, uh, mandates and stuff like that. I think it was New York Times. I'm not sure. I'll have to try to find it. Uh, we'll go over it more in detail on another day. But, uh, uh, you know, uh, I'm just thinking that People really need to uh, think about where this is going and where it's leading to because 
whether you want and whether people want to believe it or not, I know Hurricane uh, heard me say this uh, several different times during different phases of training. Whether we like it or not, to be successful with the reset or whatever word you choose to call it, we have to drag the sheeple along with us. And uh, 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 the propaganda that's going to come from this, I think it's going to hurt some of these. uh, It's going to hurt us in some ways as much as uh, help us. It's kind of what I'm thinking. Now, I could be off base. Uh, What are y'all's opinions on that? For me, um, I think people, whether they, you know, whether they decided to wear a mask, whether they decided to get vaccinated, I think, or whether they didn't decide to do either, I think the majority of people feel that everyone should have a choice to decide what they want to do, not to be forced, not to be threatened with losing their jobs. Um, And I know that there is a lot of pressure being put on, I think, to the establishment um, because of the convoys, but it's also midterms is coming. So, like, in New York, um, the governor actually dropped the mask mandates. I think it was of midnight last night. Not for the kids in the school yet, but, you know, for stores and things like that. So it's basically the the businesses that can make their own decision if they want to continue with, um, you know, requiring people to be masked or not. And then people can also make a choice whether they want to be masked or not. And I was really surprised that when I went to the store, even though they weren't required to wear the masks anymore, most people were. So, you know, you, right. you never you know, know which way. Go ahead. And uh, uh, not to interrupt you, but uh, that you brought that up, that <coughs> they canceled the uh, mask uh, mandate and stuff there. Uh, was there a big protest across one of the uh, New York bridges there that kind of shut the bridge down, demanding that the mandate end? Is that true or is that not true? Yeah, I, I think in Brooklyn um, they were on the bridge protesting a few days ago. Yeah, there's protests tomorrow um, at 11 o'clock in every city in New York. Um, to end the Madden dates completely. So, you know, we'll see how that goes tomorrow. Wow, that's, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's actually great to hear. Uh, that's kind of the last thing I would have uh, expected from uh, New York, but uh, <laughs> yay, yay. Right. You know, how many people show up, though, remains to be seen. And I think that's part of the problem, is a lot of people are afraid to stand up. And they need to stop being afraid. These are peaceful protests. People have every right to protest. And uh, like I said, you know, what people choose to do, that's their business, and it should be their personal choice. But these mandates need to end. It looks like... uh, I haven't really watched the news or anything, so I just pulled up Google and or I pulled up that that go. But uh, looking at the headlines, it's just uh, it does say I haven't 
I don't trust Newsweek. The headline says, truckers in California to protest at Super Bowl, where that's price set up. And then it says, uh, mass mandate protest today, Chicago area students, and it says, uh, uh, frustrations continue to build over the mass debate in schools with students in at least two suburb, suburbs walking out in protest. And then U.S. thousands, in the United States, thousands take streets in D.C. to protest against the anti-vax mandate. Uh, in D.C., it's just uh, rallied in Washington on Sunday. So I didn't even hear about that. Did y'all? Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. And tomorrow and then, um, and in New York, the the kids, a lot of the parents are keeping their kids home from school, taking them to the protests. A lot of people are staying home from work to protest. So you'll probably hear about it on the news. another one. More Lewis County students doing protests over school mass. Dozens of nap. Bill Central students stage maskless protests, you know. It's just on and on and on. It's page after page after page. I didn't know any of this was even going on. I mean, I don't watch the news because they don't ever cover what's really going on. I'm sure they're not covering that on the news, are they? No, they. I'm seeing them keep things more quiet. Most are you of it is coming through from, social media. Are you from the city or just from the state of New York? Um, yeah, we, well, no, we I'm not from... The, yeah, no, I'm not from uh, New York City. I'm upstate. Are you in? A, so, uh, are you like the Berkeley really location? Well, no, I'm not yeah. trying to do it. I'm just curious if, if it's you know suburban, uh, rural. I'm just trying to see what I guess geographic, remotely geographically. Uh, 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 what am I trying to say here that this movement's coming from? Is it is it coming from the city or did it start outside the city and work its way into the, the city? Maybe that's a better well, the way. Protests, the protest, the rally, whatever people want to call it, a rally, a protest, um, again, a peaceful one, um, for tomorrow is, is clear across New York State, the entire state. Oh, okay, okay. In every okay. city. So there's different locations that – people are being told to go to to protest, be it a health department or, you know, or wherever they happen to be um, holding the rally. That's where people in that area are to go. But it's oh, all okay. at the same okay. time at 11 o'clock tomorrow across New York State. So I hope the turnout is huge for you guys. Uh, I really do. I hope so too. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be a excuse my language, but it, I think it's. I predict, although I do support grassroots movements, and I think it's wonderful what the truckers are doing. I love them. I, if anybody can bring them to their knees, it's truckers, and you know, we've we've pretty much lost our freedom. And you got to respect the fact that they're standing up and fighting for them. But I just hope it looks to me like they're going to be set up. It looks to me like they're already setting the narrative on their mainstream media bullhorns or China propaganda horns with y'all who in their world. And they're saying, QAnon, bad QAnon, bad truckers. They're going to fuck up the Super Bowl. You know, it's going to be, they're going to block roads. They're going to, you know, just going to be bad. They're bad people. <laughs> it's like, I already well, see the right I haven't, the uh, I'm, They're so predictable. I'm personally. Yeah, uh, they are. They'll probably have somebody go in. And shoot up the place, and then they'll say, QAnon reporter did it, you know? Well, I mean, complicate you know, all the that. videos of it. 
all the witnesses you know, look pretty bad about within the month. Uh, I mean, that's what uh, that's what Vegas was. Uh, the the massacre uh, that happened there, uh, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be set up now. Uh, I was a huge NFL fan. I mean, I grew up watching Dallas Cowboys on my grandpa's knee. Uh, been a Dallas Cowboy fan all my life, uh, but I have not turned on an NFL game in probably three years now. I mean, I could, right now I couldn't even tell you who's playing in the Super Bowl uh, because when they decided they weren't going to play the national anthem and uh, uh, all kneeling, holding hands and stuff like that during the national anthem, they completely lost me there. And uh, my reasons are completely selfish. Uh, there's been uh, too many good men through uh, the decades who uh, have paid the ultimate price for our freedom. Uh, some of them were very close to me, uh, very good friends. And... Uh, uh, you know what? And I've said this before, and maybe I ought to reiterate it, because sometimes I know uh, the way I come across, I come across a little uh, uh, bullish or whatever, but I truly, truly don't care uh, what the color of your skin is, uh, what you do or don't believe in. Uh, you're... Uh, I don't care about your life choices in uh, one way or another. Uh, none of that matters to me whatsoever because, uh, you know what, this is America. It's supposed to be land and free, uh, and uh, you're supposed to be uh, able to live your life the way you want to. Uh, but, as I said, it's selfish to me, but that's a lie. If you can't stand for the national anthem uh, to honor uh, our country. And there's only one national anthem. There's not a white national anthem. There's not a black national anthem. There's not a Latino national anthem. Uh, You know what? This is the year 2022. If you still got to be, call yourself some kind of hyphenated American, uh, you're probably part of the problem because we are all Americans, race, color, creed. And uh, uh, if you've fallen for that kind of uh, uh, division, uh, you are part of the problem with what's going on right now. We need to stand together, and uh, uh, I sincerely hope uh, Ms. Patty's correct about what's going to happen here in America. Uh, but there's going to be a price to pay. Because uh, there's a price to pay for everything, and nothing is free. Uh, and uh, I just hope that enough people recognize this and do what's necessary uh, so that when this does occur and the supply chain uh, takes a big uh, hickey, that uh, uh, they're not going to fall into the uh, media trap of blaming uh, 
blaming the truckers or blaming this because people don't tend to not blame the correct people for what's going on here in this country a lot of the time. And, uh, uh, you know, just, I, I don't know how else to say this, but uh, freedom is a tough path to walk. All right? Uh, you know, we shouldn't be 25 trillion, whatever we are in debt at this point in time, 25, 30 trillion dollars. All right? We need to take care of ourselves at home. Uh, we don't need to be butting into other people's wars uh, unless we're directly attacked or it's an ally. And there should be good reasons for us to have to go in <coughs> at that point. All right, we've wasted too much, uh, too much of the national treasury, uh, too much blood of our young men and women uh, for a lot of things that uh, I, as a veteran, feel like we had no uh, good reason to be involved in, and. Uh, I'm sorry, Iraq and Afghanistan uh, is two of them. We were not attacked by the Iraqis. We were not attacked by the Afghanistan. We were attacked by Saudi Arabia, who we still are in bed with for whatever ungodly reason that could be. Uh, And people need to wake up and understand uh, that they they have... they have no idea of what these people are doing to them because they've accepted it as a norm, you know. Uh, number one, why would you trust your health to somebody that profits from your sickness? I mean, there's no way you're going to sit there and tell me after... I don't know, 40 years, 50 years, however long they've been researching cancer and stuff like that, that they haven't found a cure for it. Cancer is a multi-billion dollar a year industry. When I say multi-billion dollar, I'm talking about multi-billion profit uh, industry. Uh, These people don't care about you. They don't care about me. Uh, They care about nothing but lining their pockets. Uh, and we have to stand up and do a complete reset. But it's going to be, and when I say it's going to be ugly, I'm not talking about violence. Uh, it's it's going to make uh, the depression of the 20s look like a uh, Sunday picnic. But it's an ugly step that's going to have to be taken for the United States to get back to what who we really are and what we're supposed to be. And uh, it takes courage and uh, commitment, and uh, uh, that's, uh, that's one of the, of course, Hurricane and I go way back, but uh, uh, Patty here uh, just uh, recently met her, got to ch- uh, chat with her, and uh, she's among some people that I know that, for those of us who served, uh, saw the ugly side of evil, uh, 
Miss Patty's there, uh, a strong, independent woman. Uh, in, what am I It's people like her that made the price we paid worthwhile. Because you know what? We come home and she's sitting here fighting, uh, doing everything that she can to make the sacrifices that were made for freedom worthwhile. And, uh, uh, and of course, uh, I'm a salty old Marine, and I'm not going to get along with anybody on all topics. I can promise you that. But uh, uh, I'm proud to know you, and uh, it's uh, uh, and uh, it's people oh. like you that made the sacrifice, and uh, it all worthwhile when we come home and see people actually standing up for things that, uh, the price was paid for. And I well, I'll tell you a little right. story about why I stand up as hard as I do. Is um, My brother was drafted, and he served in Vietnam. And he, uh, he was only 18 years old. He received the silver star, or the, the bronze star, rather. And, um, you know, when he came back, I saw the way he came back. There was no deprogramming. There was no, you know, he came, went from Vietnam to Hawaii and into my back door. Um, I saw the things that he went through. The war never ended for him, truly. Um, I saw birth defects in his children due to Agent Orange. I saw, you know, I won't go into the the whole thing, but I, I saw the price he paid for our freedom and for our country. Not that fighting in Vietnam made us free, because it certainly didn't. We had no business in that war to begin with. But it's the fact that, you know, because, I, like I said, half my family is Canadian and half is American. My brother could have ran. He could have been a Dodge draft or draft Dodger, but he didn't. He he went and he served his country honorably. And uh, and my brother's not here anymore. And if if he could be an 18-year-old kid and go fight in a jungle uh, wearing an American flag on his uniform. Nobody's going to burn that flag in front of me, and nobody's going to take my country without me standing up and trying to put a stop to it. Wow. Uh, that's, that, that's absolutely sure, awesome. Sure, that was And, uh, uh, wow. Uh, okay. You got me. I'm speechless. <laughs> I am too. Uh, uh, Thank you for sharing that with us. I have to agree with that. You know, it's, we have a lot of really great patriots. Uh, Patty's one of them. You are too, Gunny. One of the best. But, and so are our truckers. They're doing the best they can. I, I pray that we should just pray for their safety, you know. And not Thank you, Gunny, for them, the sacrifice. They stay alert. Thank you, know? you Gunny, for the sacrifice that you made for our country, too. Okay, well, you know, uh, 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 there's people like uh, uh, yourself, Hurricane Air, that makes it, uh, that makes it all worthwhile. And, uh, uh, you know, I just happen to be uh, one of the few that, uh, uh, well, I won't even go there on this show. We'll go there some other time, but thank you for that. And, uh Ladies, it's getting close to my uh, rack time. But before you go, I do have a few announcements. Before you go, I do have a few announcements, if you don't mind. Okay. So we have joined a uh, 
a new thing, and it's uh, it's called Spreaker. And uh, so I guess essentially uh, Wolfpack Radio will be – we're already on iTunes, and we're already on Apple Podcasts and Blog Talk Radio and several other uh, uh, podcast things. But now with this new one, uh, we're soon to be on Spotify and I think iHeartRadio. So that's a big move for Blog Talk. And uh, I'm also – I really probably shouldn't change the name of my – show on YouTube because I have them both as Wolfpack Radio, but they're really two different contents. The podcast we're talking and doing interviews, talking about current events, but the videos are actually investigate real life on the ground investigations and, you know, exposing stuff, you know, what's really going on, hard-hitting journalism. And uh, so I probably should change the name of it because it's a little bit different, but um, I'm going to be, I'm right now working on taking all those videos and kind of revising them and making them a little bit more current. And uh, I'm going to get off that communist channel YouTube and hopefully launch Wolfpack Radio on Trump Social. So I'm expecting big things from Wolfpack Radio, and I'm even going to, once I redo all these videos, I'm going to apply for monetization as well. So uh, maybe it'll work out. I've been in the hole on the radio show now for about six years. (laughs) I've a lot of money, but hardly any money on it, so... And then, you know, every time I got chances on YouTube to make money, they would delete my subscribers, you know, or delete my subscriptions and my views, you know. Do we have uh, a date for Trump Social? Is that February 22nd? Do you know? I don't know. I have not heard. I have not heard. I know they keep saying it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, and... Uh, <coughs> I've I've been thinking the launch date would have to be pretty close because of the amount of, uh, uh, I guess, to the point that they're pushing it now and stuff. Uh, So we'll uh, we'll see. I don't even know. Can you even sign up for it yet? Or I mean, it's still just uh, has it not uh, has it not come up? I haven't seen anything. I had originally heard it was going to be um, ready on February 22nd, but I haven't, and I I think I heard that the end of January. I haven't heard any updates on it recently. I don't know. I would think it's fun. I just want to apologize. Y'all hear my dog barking this whole show? Were y'all able to hear him or... I, I cannot, no. The way that I have my house set up is I have several different buildings. One of them is my office here. And each one of my buildings is like, it's all fenced up and then it's fenced within the fences. And each one of the buildings that I have, I'm always surrounded by guard dogs. And so uh, I learned that. One of that uh, techniques from little boy Finnegan's book and uh, which is a really good book, by the way, in Blood and Suffering. And uh, he had his dog staged out separately in different locations. So according to how his dog barked, he knew, you know, what location an intruder was coming in, you know. So I kind of utilized that on my property. And so, you know, I don't want to be out here in the country by myself, out here, you know, in my office by myself at night. So I have it set up so I have the guard dogs around me protecting me, fenced in. So... 
the bad news is I didn't take into account that they were going to make me lose my mind during my show. <laughs> so my next plan is the next show I'm going to kennel them, which don't worry, they're, they have a heated and air-conditioned two-room doghouse with Wi-Fi, so they're not suffering, you know, and have pillows. And they blankets. even have Wi-Fi, have, huh? <laughs> so, yeah, they do have Leah because I go in there, too, and chill out all the time, you know. So right. uh, anyway, so the next show I'm going to kennel them, and I'm just going to, you know, have my Glock, which I already have my Glock locked and loaded, but I'll pull out my AR make sure it's chambered, and I'll just defend my own self. I don't need that dog, okay? So we won't have that problem again, so apologize. <laughs> Can you hear the dogs, Gunny? I uh, no, like I said, I heard I heard one little wolf there at one point, but other than that, no, I didn't hear uh, I didn't hear a thing. Yeah, I can't so hear them there. either. I'm kind of I don't have okay. And I'm, I'm not using my microphone. I'm quiet all night. Yeah, I, I, it's a weird thing. I'm not using my microphone, and then I'm using my phone, or y'all would have heard it, you know. But. uh I, I can't ever use my microphone because uh, my kid keeps hijacking it for her video game. And I'm like, honey, I, I pay a lot of money for this show, okay? It's a, I need my <laughs> microphone. I'm, I'm making videos. And then I order, like, the thing that holds your cell phone. That uh, It's like a tripod thing that holds your cell phone and videotapes you. She confiscated that. I haven't even got to use it yet. And then the lighting system that I bought is completely gone for uh, for that. Uh my green screen. Kid <laughs> keeps taking all my stuff, you know. You got like a whole office set up, and I'm over here on my cell phone doing a radio show because, I, you know, I've got spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars on all this equipment that my kids confiscated. So I apologize for the sound quality, but sometimes uh, you got to do what you got to do, and the show must go on. And if you have to hear the dogs bark, you hear the dogs bark. But we need to be talking about the infiltration of America. What could be going on right next door to you? And when it hits, nobody's going to know what's going on. And so people better get the hell wake up. It's extremely scary, man. If you take a map and draw out what I was talking about tonight, you'll see that we're surrounded and we're infiltrated from within. So it's not just a top oh, yeah, down. Definitely. It's from the inside out and then flanked on both sides. I haven't quite figured out how to flanked on the East Coast. We're definitely, uh, we're definitely infiltrated. Uh, uh, and uh, it's going to be nationwide, and uh, when that green light gets flipped on, you're going to have so many uh, attacks nationwide at the same time uh, that it's going to be complete and total chaos. Uh, uh, and uh, I'm thinking... Seventy-five, eighty percent of America is going to uh, scream, "Help! Save us! Protect us!" And uh, that's when uh, Biden and company are going to roll their uh, buddy China in here uh, via the UN. Hey, I also wanted to announce that uh, got some big things coming up for Wolfpack Radio for the YouTube channel, um, which also in. in we could be using the podcast as well. I'm going to be uh, uh, made like, I don't know how many trips, like at least probably three or four different trips up to Nevada, Arizona, investigating, you know, including Australia. So I've traveled quite a bit to uh, investigate some of these stories that I've been working on, and I'm actually going back up to Nevada and Arizona, and I'm going to be 
working on as above so below the series of, that I have there. I'm applying to see if I can get permits to uh I can't remember if it's maybe both of them, Town Lake and Fort Irwin military bases also have some of them have petroglyphs and you have to apply for tours there to go actually see the petroglyphs there. So I, if you watch those videos, you'll see where I've been investigating this uh, subterranean um, uh, system that runs all underneath there, and also these petroglyphs with all these uh, signs of portals on them and aliens and things. So it's really quite fascinating, and uh, and secrets that basically that our government's been hiding from us. And so hopefully I can get a pass to get on, on these military uh, facilities and be able to live stream some of it. And then um, uh, I'm going to be doing that for spring break and then maybe do some investigation by the Grand Canyon. So it ought to be interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I, I, think, I think one thing, you say, I think, and that's one thing, and I think, I, I think it was you and I that discussed this uh, hurricane. If my memory serves me correctly, if I'm not... Uh, 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 please correct me, but uh, uh, these uh, dumps uh, run through several different areas of the United States. Uh, Denver, the Denver International Airport is one of the, uh, 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 I think is the second or third biggest one, of course, second to uh, 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 D.C. and stuff, but uh, these dumps have been around since uh, the Cold War. Uh, they've been upgraded as time went on, and uh, there's been some uh, pretty crazy stuff going uh, in uh, under the ocean about the last uh, five years and stuff, and uh, that's how they move a lot of these uh, traffic uh, children and stuff to where they're going to, uh, and uh, of course that's a whole uh, different deal. That's uh, two of my pet peeves in the world is one is abortion, and uh, the second one is uh, child trafficking, uh, or human trafficking of any kind, but uh, uh, especially children, uh, and. Uh, uh, when when the truth finally does come out on all this, America is just going to be uh, slack jawed uh, with disgust, and uh, uh, I'm kind of interested to see what's going to come. Uh, apparently, Maxwell had a trial, uh, was convicted, uh, but uh, uh, she's apparently given up. Uh, some names and stuff because y'all know that uh, uh, Prince Edward uh, has been stripped of all his royal duties, his title, uh, and everything else. So some of these big name people are fixing the surface on that. I don't think we've heard the last of uh, what's the name, Gis- Giselle Maxwell. Was that is that correct? Yep. Yeah. Jeline, Jeline, Jeline. I don't think we've heard the rest of that. And if you notice, I said this, and everybody guffawed me again with this uh, stuff going on in Russia, Ukraine. Uh, 
after watching the inaction that uh, the UN and the uh, uh, minimal uh, uh, effort the U.S. put forward in there, uh, sending 2,000 American troops uh, over there, they were all uh, they were all jump uh, units. Uh, against uh, 150,000 Russians uh, on the border. That's not good. They saw somebody else say, oh, my God, they sent uh, two uh, B, B, uh, 52 bombers over there. Uh, and I'm like, you know, uh, UK and the U.S. run this same joint operation every year. This is another thing. And I'm telling you, and I think I'm 100% correct, that whole Ukraine-Russian thing is a big distraction from what's happening over here. Uh, their uh, narrative uh, on the pandemic completely unraveled. Uh, you have people pushing to try to bring charges against these people. Uh, more and more, the truth comes out every day. Uh, you're not going to hear it on uh, the American media. You've got to follow... Uh, the international media to get uh, that information, but uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, uh, the powers that be uh, are becoming very, very desperate, and uh, that should make the hair on everybody's uh, neck stand up. Oh, hey, Betty, uh, listen, we've yes. only got 90 seconds left on the show, okay? Okay. So I just want you to know, excuse me, close off. So I hate to catch you off, but I got to, because the show's over. So thank you so much for calling in, okay? Did you want to finish that thought? Uh, we got, like, uh, a minute. Uh, no, just, uh, we, we, we can take back up uh, where we left off uh, on the next show. Uh, thank you for having me again, uh, Miss Patty. Uh, great to hear your voice on here again. Uh, please continue to join us. Uh, uh, and... Uh, you ladies be safe, uh, and I'm going to have me a whiskey, a cigar, and go to bed. This is going out. Thank you so much for calling in, Patty. We appreciate you coming so much. You're welcome. I enjoyed it. A lot of good topics. Okay, and, with it. Um, we'll talk again soon. All right. Thank you. Hurricane Ann, I'm out. And we'll just close out.